0: This is Macro Horizons Morning Musings. I'm Ian Lingen, here to bring you my thoughts from the trading desk for Wednesday, April 1st. Yes, April Fool's Day. Welcome to BMO COVID-19 Insights. Visit bmocm.com slash COVID-19 for more up-to-the-minute insights.
1: The views expressed here are those of the participants and not those of BMO Capital Markets, its affiliates, or subsidiaries.
0: It's a new quarter, but the same problems. We ended the first quarter with a reasonable bid in the treasury market. We now see momentum decidedly in favor of lower rates. We have non-farm payrolls on the horizon, so if anything, this would be consistent with pricing to the realities that the coronavirus outbreak is going to have significant ramifications for the labor force and subsequently the U.S. economy. The issue at hand, at least at the moment, is the fact that the upcoming data will not completely incorporate the downside created by the nationwide shutdowns. On one level, we know that it's going to be a very difficult period for the U.S. labor force as evidenced by the 3.3 million initial jobless claims filed last week. But because of the timing of NFP, that won't necessarily translate through to an accurate drop in non-farm payrolls on Friday. We'll be watching ADP this morning, and because of the difference in methodology between ADP and NFP, if we see a consensus drop of negative 150,000 jobs, that would portend even greater downside for private NFP. So something to keep in mind as we navigate the first day of the second quarter. We also see ISM manufacturing. This will be less relevant given the baseline lagging nature of economic data, as well as the fact that generally speaking, all of the economic indicators are going to slip into recessionary territory at some point. Expectations are for a drop below 50, which is consistent with a contraction of the economy. What is notable is after several months, comparable measures in China have now shifted back to positive territory. It's certainly far too early to have a strong projection on the timing of when the U.S. ultimately emerges from the outbreak triggered recession however as a basic guideline investors have been looking overseas to the experience in china as well as what's currently taking place in europe we've been focused on the shape of the yield curve for the last several months the cyclical re-steepening appears to have stalled at least for the time being part of that is simply the reality that the fed is in with a new qe program buying a limitless amount of bonds this has intuitively put a bid in for duration, and as 10-year yields are at roughly 60 basis points, the prospects for the longer end of the curve to set new record lows continue to increase. If that's going to happen, it seems likely that that will be on the agenda for April or May. Part of that will be a function of how long the U.S. economy has shut down and realizing the extent of the damage done to the labor force, consumption, and subsequently real GDP. There will be a point when we emerge from all this, however, where the massive amount of monetary policy accommodation and fiscal stimulus will ultimately lead to reflationary ambitions. Whether that is a third quarter event or not remains to be seen, but that would intuitively put upward pressure on the longer end of the curve, and add to the second leg of the re-steepening of two stins. In that environment, the first objective is going to be 80 basis points. We are currently at roughly 35, and in the middle of March we saw 78 basis points as the high. Adding to the generally risk-off sentiment, we have seen reports that major banks are going to be cutting dividends and limiting payouts, This is not surprising as the system continues to assess the fallout from the virus. Nonetheless, it puts downward pressure on equities, which were attempting to stage a bit of a rally back and regain some of the losses of March. Over the next couple days, we expect the theme to be of consolidation in the treasury market rather than any definitive breakout in one direction or another. This is Ian Lingen signing off with a reminder that there's No reason to limit one's folly to April Fool's Day. Thanks for listening to Macro Horizons. Please visit us at bmocm.com backslash macro horizons. We'd love to hear what you thought of today's episode, so please email me directly with any feedback at ian.lingan at bmo.com. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. For more insights, visit bmocm.com COVID-19.
1: This podcast has been prepared with the assistance of employees of Bank of Montreal, BMO Nesbitt Burns, Inc., and BMO Capital Markets Corporation. Together, BMO.